I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? When you hear the trippy music, and it's two o'clock on a Wednesday, you know what time it is. It's time for, some call me, Tim. That's the trippy music. I always try to time it out, and I never do it right. Uh, Today, I have in the studio, Aaron Yabba-Dabba-Doo. Is that what it means? Lewis. Aaron yachted a Al Boo Boo Lewis, but what, what does that mean? It is actually the name of a Mac Dre album. Um, it's well, I I think it's just Al Boo Boo, but who is Mac Dre? Mac Dre is the savior of the Bay Area. He is the he got killed for our sins. He's dead. You didn't know that Mac Dre was I, dead? I don't know who Mac Dre is. This is this is why you're here to tell me what you believe in. You believe in hip-hop? <laughs> I do. Wow. I am a white, very white person. I'm a ginger, so I'm like whiter than white, but I do believe in hip-hop. Good. If there's anything I believe in, that's it. But also... Mac Dre saved... He saved San Francisco's hip hop scene by not sucking balls. Like, was it like there was there was like uh, who's the too legit to quit? Hey, hey. I don't think he actually ever referenced San Francisco, but it was more all the other other outlying areas mm. of. I mean, he was he was born in Vallejo. He's oh. buried in Oakland. Vallejo, lovely, lovely place. I feel like I'm taking... I feel like I want to stare at Sparkly Jesus. Yeah, well, that's what we usually start with. Usually what we do is I have you look deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus, and I ask, do you believe in Jesus? Let me get my glasses out. Oh, you can't oh, see... Oh, wait. Let, let me get my glasses out. Okay. We have a Sparkle Jesus in the... Uh, oh, my God. Those are amazing. He has... <laughs> those are amazing glasses. Uh, Aaron just turned into um, a very hip ginger version of Elton John here. <laughs> For those of you that can't see me, which I hope is everybody because there's no one in the building. And I hope there's great. not like a bunch of people staring at us from buildings across the street. That would be fun. That would be terrible. That would be terrifying. Um, but anyways, uh, no, I like... Sure, there was probably a Jew named Jesus. There was probably a bunch of Jews named Jesus at the time. Now it's probably now Jesus is not a probably not a very popular Jewish name, but right. uh, So you you don't you, you just you, you don't believe in the whole son of god thing. You think nah, the, the Bible's just a load of dog doo-doo? We There's can swear here some, too, don't worry. Oh, great. I, I was wondering about that, but then I listened to another podcast of yours, and I was like, she said cunty McCunty face, so... 
I think we're all good here, right? I, I could say fuck and ball sack and like... Absolutely. Side scrote. Really anything you want. You could say fuck the police for two hours if you wanted to. Oh my... Da- <laughs> you could. Don't... Don't tempt me. I, t- I tell people when they get um, a show at the station, I'm like, we're free speech. If you want to say fuck the police for two hours on your podcast, go ahead. I don't know who's going to listen, but you, you, that is your prerogative, my friend. So, yeah. Yay for the no FCC regulations on the internet. Fuck the FCC. Yeah, fuck the FCC. I think FCC stands for fuck the FCC. Community college. Yeah. No, just kidding. Community <laughs> college is great. It's free here in the city. So Jesus wasn't um Jesus wasn't real. What then why why all this where 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 do we get religion? Why do we have Christianity? Why does everyone believe that bullshit then? Um not because everyone, but a certain sect of people. Maybe it's easier to fall asleep at night. Um uh. I it's just easier, I think, for people to be like, oh, I've done all this bad shit in my life. Maybe I just pray to God once, God in quotations, uh, now I'm all good. Right, right. Now, which I feel like, you know, people were like, oh, religion, morality, even if God's not real, at least that teaches people more, pe- teaches people's morals, but, um, if anything, I feel like at least Christianity, like the whole Judeo-Christian, just Western religions in general, yeah. um, Islam also, which uh, it's hard for people in America to understand, but Islam is also a Western religion sure. where Jesus is like a prophet. He's not the savior, but he's still a mentioned person in the Quran. But um, I just, I feel like it... You know, it's like I kill people, I rape people, and then I die. But it's okay if, as long as I pray at the end of my life. Sure. And mathematically, it just doesn't add up to me, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not a scientist, and I'm not a mathematician. I'm a shitty comedian that works <laughs> at a grocery store. Um, what grocery store do you work at? I work at Gus's. Oh, that's the best one! I fucking love that place! It's the shit. It is, is the... The sandwich card, punchy punch. I Tuesday double punch. Love it. Great sandwiches. Great cheese section. I asked them to support the Mutiny uh, Radio Comedy Festival, and they didn't. But I told all my coworkers to give us a listen. Oh, awesome! Do you? What do you do there? Are you the cheese guy? I'm not. That I actually don't work at the one job. in the Mission. I oh, work okay. out at the one in the Sunset. Oh, but. I love that place. God bless you, Gus. Whatever you're doing, giving people jobs, have an awesome store. It's good stuff. Unfortunately, he's dead now. Oh, he's but dead. He got killed in a hit and run. But oh, how awful! And they did not a hit catch and the run? person yet. <gasps> oh, that sucks. It's terrible. That's I, I'm so. That's crazy that that could happen here. I mean, if I don't, I don't need religion to tell me not to murder people. But I mean, if I was going to murder somebody, a hit and run, you'd think that there would have been. You'd think they find like don't they usually find murderers? They usually do, don't they? I, I, I mean that. I thought that was like the idea, right? <laughs> right. Like, there's got to be some like they wouldn't they? Uh, what are those other shows they've done? It's like, like he the make the model to find the they they. It was a car. They can't. But, you know, maybe it's the fact that he was an immigrant, <gasps> and uh, maybe that's just not as important, even though he'd lived here for 30-plus years. Wow. Um, 
Ah, that that's that sucks. Hey, Gus up there, we're remembering you, man. Uh, so, do you consider yourself a moral person? You're I, not religious, but I, do you consider yourself moral? I do consider myself a moral person, for the most part. If you were the one who hit, if you ever hit and run on somebody, would you leave or would you stay? I would definitely stay. You'd stay. So, Be- see, there we go. That's that's a moral. That's a moral choice. Um, cause I, I wouldn't be able to live with it. Um, I've never committed, I mean, I've committed small crimes like stealing from Safeway. Sure. But I don't feel like that's like an immoral thing. We live in an imperfect society and... What'd you steal from Safeway? A block of cheese. Yeah, if you're hungry. They, they have shrimp. I can, I can, I can still say you're a moral person. You gotta, guys gotta eat. But... You know, I used to have a stealing problem, but that's because I was rich and bored. <laughs> like I had the money to buy things. I just, <laughs> I was just a rich kid in Danville. I'd go to the mall and steal things from Macy's. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't, just, I don't feel like that's immoral either. <laughs> um, that was when I was in high school. I was really, I don't look like a thief, so I was like, you know what? Fuck this place. I'm bored. I'm gonna steal shit. It, I, I think it's okay <laughs> to steal from places that aren't people that are also considered people like you know it's like corporations are considered are considered sorry i used to have a speech impediment but um corporations are considered people in america and but they're not but they're not people no and internet's also not real facebook isn't real no like fucking doesn't matter but i mean mark zuckerberg sucked my dick for sure but like um, I, I thank you, Mark Zuckerberg, for the new um, fancy hospital. It's fucking awesome. I mean, it wasn't the best blowjob I had, but no, like, <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I've never had a blowjob, but no, I'm kidding. Also, but yeah, never mind. <laughs> from Anyways, a guy, yeah, <laughs> from a uh, way. You never have you ever? Did you ever dabble? This is we're going off the rails. Let's do it. If Jesus uh, wanted to suck your dick, would you? I mean, if someone, if there was. Would you let somebody suck your dick if they wanted to? Would you be like, ah, I mean, are you gender fluid or that's even the wrong thing? Would you let, if someone was like a guy? Uh, you know, you I, like, yeah, sure. I wish I like, I, I can't. And like, I kind of want to be hmm. because like, I don't know if it's just like some upbringing of mine, but like, you know, I, I, I I was talking to a friend of mine that was a girl the other day about a guy, an older gentleman at a bar that was hitting on me. And um, she just said, well, now you know what it feels like to be a girl. Like, now you know what it feels like to be in my situation. And I was like, I fucking loved it. Oh, that's funny. I, I was getting all my drinks for free. Wow. I was... He was talking to me like he actually cared about what I said. Your hair is very pretty. He was complimenting your pretty, pretty hair. I, I mean, complimenting everything I said. I was yeah. like, wow, this is what it feels like to be cared about. And, wow, um, that's well. There you go. Hey. I, you know, I was like, man, I wish I was gay. I would let this guy like fuck up my ass. Like, <laughs> you buy him a drink. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, this is awesome. Well, like, finally, feminism. I mean, I guess that's what feminism is: is true, true equality. And but and isn't that funny? Getting taken care of. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like being. Ta- I don't. I don't like being taken care of. Although I do. I, I do like it when people buy me drinks. Yeah. Free free alcohol's fun. Free like, alcohol's great. Yeah. It's like Down I with it. would have a lot more money if I didn't have to pay for alcohol. You know. I I believe that too. Well, I work in a bar now, so I get half price drinks. I'm very very lucky. What bar do you work at? I work at Benders. Benders. Yeah. Um, what, I work for the um, um, counter offer. I work for the food. They're the. They're some, both of them are sponsors of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, the fourth annual. Thank you, Benders. Thank right you, Counter On. Yeah. What is the uh, the short woman? Beautiful woman, short, uh, black hair. Uh, Dina. Uh, Dina. She comes into my store all the time. She's an amazing woman. Yeah, she's like, awesome. Yeah. Anyways, a, shout out to her. Yeah. Well, and I, I. Hey, I love everybody that works at Benders. It's. It's a it's a dream come true. I love working in a bar. Even though No, it's not. I mean, I always wonder because alcohol is is in the Bible and you know some religions like Islam say no alcohol. And I I mean, I love alcohol. I and so it's, it's like it's is it moral my... or is it amoral? And and is it like do the choices matter? I mean, I don't know. I love alcohol. So it's hard it's hard to Drug use with is it moral? Um, you yeah. know, I know, like, gee, I mean, Jesus turned water into wine, right? That's the story, right? But, and, but that was less about getting drunk because everyone, I guess, was already drunk at the wedding. That's more about um, giving. Uh, I think the moral to that story was that because the, Jesus turned the water into wine at the end of the wedding, and that wine was supposedly better, and it's about. Um, giving the best that you can instead of giving it up front and letting people get drunk and then giving them shitty stuff it's about saving when you treat your guests you treat them all the way it's almost like a turn the other cheek kind of thing like I'm giving you and now I'm giving you better I'm giving you more so that was like an allegory for like when when somebody gives you something you give them something better no that when like, you have like a, so the whole thing is at the wedding i, I, they ran, I mean they i'm had kind all of the, familiar with it but not really so in the story well there, and there's a lot of ways to interpret the bible i guess but the way that it was interpreted for me with my religious upbringing is that the allegory of jesus in the turning the water to wine is that there was a wedding and everyone was at the party and they ran out of wine and then He's like, what are we going to do? Oh, there's no wine. The party's got to stop. And the thing. and so Jesus said, oh, go get that big jug of water. And and it was like a big, big thing of water that you would use to like, I don't know, maybe even bathe in or something. Um, so it was like kind of even gross water or whatever. And he turned it into the wine. And, it was the, and the people said, oh, this is so great. This is the best vintage, blah, blah, blah. How amazing. And the guy who threw the wedding, they said, how amazing of you to save the best stuff for the end. Usually what people do is they put the best out first and then when people get drunk, they don't recognize that the stuff later is swill. But this guy got credited for doing the opposite and so it's about giving your best and then giving even more. Like, it's about giving to your community kind of thing. Uh, Maybe that's... uh, the maybe maybe be- everybody was already just drunk already, and then they were like, and then they just drank some fucking foot water, and they were but, like, oh, they, this is great this is fucking great. wine. Well, and it uh, could have, hey, uh, what if Jesus was just a really great ma- magician? He was like a charlatan, like like um, David Copperfield or something. He made the, 
he could i mean is that what jesus would do he'd come and he'd make like the empire state building disappear i just like the whole thing <laughs> with the religion is like for me and not even just with christianity um but i mean let, well let's let, let me just start with christianity because sure, i yeah, would swear yeah. on the subject of but well i mean it starts out old testament like jew god jew god yeah um, mean mean jew god but he's supposed to be omnipresent and he's supposed to be perfect but and this is like this is after like greek gods where they're all imperfect oh and yeah like, you right. know like well okay let me take it back to greek gods sure. like before uh who knows i mean people do know who what comes first but different areas greece israel not that sure, far Rome, apart the but, roman gods and the greek gods and the yeah whether Zeus, even even the Norse gods, you got Odin and all that shit. They were imperfect too. Um, but the Greek gods, they were all like they all had their good qualities and they all had their bad qualities. But for the most part, they were just like selfish pieces of shit. Yeah, they loved raping. They loved human, raping, <laughs> raping human humans. Women. They loved sleeping with their sisters. I mean, Zeus was married to Hera, who was a sister, and he also liked banging everybody else he could. And then there's this one, and then monotheism, there's this one Jewish god, Yahweh, or I don't sure, know. Yeah. What's yeah. up, way? Or fucking. <laughs> no, Yahweh, that's the. Yeah, sure. Yahweh, that's the thing you can call him. Uh, but just God. Yeah. And you can't say God because. Right, you can't say his name. But yeah. yeah, in the Jewish stuff, you're supposed to. You're not supposed to. And he's supposed to be knowing everything. And he can potentially has the power to change everything, but he's jealous. Yeah, the judge. He's a jealous god. Yeah, he they talk about that all the time in the Bible. Gets mad when people try to know as much as him. Right. Like he doesn't like people having knowledge. Yeah, that's um, like in the first. That's a first chapter. The that's very literally first Genesis. Of, like, Genesis. Uh, yeah. Is that's how it starts out? Is that like yeah. people like. And like he doesn't like women. He doesn't that's like for women. Sure. He doesn't like women. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, women are bad. Women are bad. Uh, he doesn't like gays. Does? Yeah. Well. Yeah. And but and he's okay with slavery. He's totally fine with slavery. The thing about the gay thing, I, and it doesn't. It doesn't even say though that they're not cool with gays that much. Sodomy is the problem that they have. Well, it's a, it's a town of for Sodom men, and Gomorrah. Gomorrah right. Yeah. It's either it's. Um, it's butt sex that God doesn't like because he's like because God says that you used that he made your body for creation and that you know that's where the Catholics take it is that every every sperm is sacred that you can't have birth control because the purpose of the sex is to make the baby and so if you're going to have sex you have to make a baby or you have to at least be trying to make a baby which is why they say that we've interpreted now that it's and it's not it's not just gay guys it's butt sex in general and, and we never even talk about that with women that they don't want god didn't want sodomy with women either because there's no point in it you're not going to make a baby so sex had to be for procreation in order it for it to be moral but i think that that goes back contextually to the jews being enslaved by the romans who loved fuck boys just like the greeks just like the greeks they yeah. really really liked to do the gay sex, I think 
for a lot of reasons. I mean, even that when you went to I school. I think men just like holes. Yeah. Like, you know, men sure. just like to stick their dick in anything. Sure. Um, and like the whole thing with the story of Sodom and Gomorrah is just like, so the guy like Lot. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a religious household also. Uh, oh, you have Bible knowledge. How fun. The Lot's wife, the Lot's story is amazing. Unfortunately, yeah, Lot's wife got turned into a pillar of salt because she looked back and right. like. Uh, but we don't but know if she looked back because she missed it or because she really liked getting banged in the butt. It's because God doesn't like women, right? But sure, and He's omniscient, so you know that's why. Women- even even before that story starts, um, the angels or God's messengers go to Sodom and Gomorrah to see how many moral people are still there. And they go to Lot's house and the crowd start banging on the door and they're like, give us those dudes. We want to fuck them. And he goes, uh, no, have yeah. my daughters oh, instead. God. That's what and I was going to mention. His daughters out. What the fuck? That's, I was going to mention that. It's like, <laughs> it, like, it's not a, like, see, that's honestly the hardest part of that story that I have to believe is that there's a dude, like a crowd of dudes outside, and he's offering up his virgin daughters, and they're like, no, we still want to bang the dudes. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, those dudes outside will fuck anything. Like, right, right. Like, no, don't get me wrong. They still probably wanted to fuck the dudes, but like, <laughs> you might have appeased them. If you gave them the daughters, though, you know, like sends out the daughters. Yeah, like they they might have been kind of appeased, you know, like. But God was okay with that. God was so, okay with that. Yeah, you know. And then after, so and that's the other thing that astounds me about the stories is that, and I don't understand. I don't know what your church how they explained it, and I kind of want to know which. If you're a preacher, give us a call four one five 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 zero zero five one one. But once they leave Sodom and Gomorrah, and the wife's gone. The two daughters get him rip and drunk and they fuck their dad because they want to maintain. They think they're the only Jews left in the world. They think the entire world has just been blown up. They're like, Sodom and Gomorrah have been destroyed by fires from heaven. We're the only people left alive. They didn't think like, oh, let's just go over the mountain and see if there's more people. No, they get in the mountains. They're hiding out in a cave. They get him wasted and they fuck their dad. That that was actually Noah, but the new is Noah. Noah's Ark, yeah. Well, no, um, there's a there's a thing about that too. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of like dude fucking that is actually okay. Like, um, but like I don't just the whole just everything from the Bible doesn't just doesn't add up to me. Like even like even Jesus was supposed to be like, oh, now we're all good. But nope, Revelation comes along and there's only like. 6,000 or 600 people that are okay now, but... That's that's uh, crazy. Um, Lot's daughters, Midrash and Agadah. Those are the daughters. Uh, In their depiction of the impregnation of Lot's daughters by their father, the rabbis draw a distinction between the father and his daughters. The biblical story presents the daughters as the initiators, the active perpetrators of this act of incest. They ply their father with wine and lie with him while their intoxicated father does not know when they lay down with him or when they rose. And we would expect the rabbis to condemn the daughter's actions and defend Lot, but the opposite is the case. The rabbis portray the daughters in a favorable light while Lot is indicted. Anyway, it's crazy to me. 
I don't know. See, like, I still don't understand. Like, okay, so this is like the moral fabric for all of Western society, and it's like the most immoral activity. That's like, like everything is just bad. Like, like all, like this is this is our groundwork for more like morality, right? And. Sorry, like, no one could see me, but when I said morality, I put it in quotation marks, but what is moral about anything in the Bible? Like, it all sounds like the worst shit, like... Yeah, well, uh, one of the ways in the Bible, they were raising an army, and um, the guy, whoever was in charge at that point, you know, Joshua or something, you know, the Jericho stuff, this was actually that he was getting people to go fight Jericho or whatever, and raise the city and he couldn't he didn't know which people to take in the army and so they God told him take them to a river and the ones that drink with their hand get to are smart and can be in the army and the ones that crouch down and lap like a dog dog, don't have them because they'll never know when their enemy is striking because they they don't they don't keep their wherewithal with them they're not smart enough basically and I'm like And then we go fight a war. Like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand the the Bible. Why and why it's this text that we all just like. Not we all, but a lot of us, a lot of people. In America, you can say we all because the majority of Americans are Christians. And if people listening don't like that, I say what I say right now, but. Americans are dumb as shit and Christianity is dumb as shit and like sorry Jews but like Judaism is dumb as shit like but I'm like the thing I like about the Jews is the hala I like okay, I, I, I like um, people need ritual and tradition sometimes and I think that even in our regular lives if we choose not to be religious we still have rituals that we have in our lives but the Jews man they got it with the food I like the the, the hala bread every Friday you got to over the bread I, I do like Shabbat the fact that like no matter who you are you eat on Friday you can have like, a free dinner yeah you can like hell yeah but and you know like that's I feel like that's where they catch you though because that's not that's not just but, Jews you but, know like like uh the Hindus on Saturday or it's either Saturdays or Sunday night I can't remember but I used to when I was really broke, I mean, I'm still broke, but when I was really broke, I feel like I just made a trend of like hitting up every religious thing I could. You know, I just get That's fed great. through the weekends. Like Hell yeah. Friday, Shabbat, uh, I think it was Saturdays had the, the you know, uh, the Muslims had their thing. Uh, Sunday morning was bagels at church. And then, nice. even though that's a Jewish thing too, you know, sure. but you know, it's, it's all the same fucking religion except for Hinduism. But you know, but then like Friday, uh, but then Sunday night, that was when I'd hang out with the Hare Krishnas. And I don't oh, say that as great. like a, as like a stereotype. That's what they call themselves. So sure. like, I'm not, I'm not trying to. Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare. If, Hare Krishna. If they I'm going to bash, I mean, I'll bash all religions, but. Eastern religions all do the last, you know, but uh, anyone who wants to feed people, I think, I think that's great. And especially if you do it Fuck in a religious yeah. context, I will lie my ass off and fucking act like I care to get some food. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm down. Uh, really? I mean, a lot of people say that we create religions just to, because we're scared of death. And so we create this thing so that to rationalize because Yes. We all die, I, but then we can't even believe that we 
and then also it's a way to keep um, poor people poor because it's like hey your life sucks now but your riches will be great in heaven you know like that whole the meek shall inherit the earth not the meek meek don't really have they don't have a 401k (laughs) yes I believe in both those things and that is what two reasons why like even if there was a god I still I mean I think I said this earlier but like fuck you <laughs> like if you can hear this fuck you or fuck you or wherever you are fuck like you, it's like uh, but like but well and uh, i agree with that because there is a guy who it, i mean it's raining right now and there's i live on geary you live in we live in the I, same live, I live on geary too do you do you, do you I know, live right next to edinburgh yeah, do you know fuck my life do you know that guy yet does he come to your side of the i'm i'm in between um i think i call Jones him rat bush because like he he had longer hair for a while they always guy limping he's always and, limping he didn't have shoes on today which really bothered me and usually whenever we go to milan pizza we always get him a slice of cheese he likes to sleep in the across the street from me in the uh you know, it's a parking lot now, but it used to be um, an Islamic temple on Geary right okay. there. So there's an alcove and he sleeps there often. And he oh, wait, lo- you, you, in the in the TL, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. On Geary. Right? I was that- like, Geary's a long street. I was, I, yeah. I, I did, we're not talking about the Richmond. No, no, no. It's the, so Milan Pizza there and they're open till 3 a.m. Anyways, so he's sleeping there. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and yeah. he's like in that little alcove. And in the middle of the night when things are really fucked up, he'll like look at himself in the mirror and go, fuck my life in a window or he'll yell fuck god fuck god i don't know if he's on your side of the street oh god i feel bad because that is totally not the guy i'm talking about but like there's so many like there's so there's probably so many there are so so many many of them and there's so many people in misery and it's just like wait there's a guy up there yeah that it's perfect sure yeah he's a perfect guy and he has all the power he created us and he loves us but he can't lift us all out of this bullshit. Sure. Like, no, I'm just saying he had no, no shoes and, on. He had no and shoes. like he can potentially, but we gotta worship well, him every day. We got like he's just. And, and like, what I think they would say is that when I say he has no shoes, can God make him some shoes? Christians would say, well, God, God will speak to somebody and have them buy him some shoes. Total bullshit. What do you say to like every like war victim that <gasps> has probably happened today? Like, right. There's like there's still mines in the ground that children get blown up whether, by in like Cambodia and shit like that. Dude, whether people read the news or not, there's still people. There are so many. There's like several wars going on around the world right now, and just because you don't read about it doesn't mean it's not happening. Right. Um, unfortunately, and people will be like, "This is kind of a tangent," but like, yeah, we, we can go wherever we want. We're in San Francisco. We're like. People were like, oh, I'm new age, like quantum <laughs> physics. Oh, dude, if I don't see it, it's not happening. It's like, no, it is happening. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you smell like weird. shit. Take a shower. Like, saving, fuck you. saving water. I'm lowering my carbon footprint. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> there's a. There's, I have to move more to get out of your fucking fog of. Okay, never mind. Uh, people with patchouli. It doesn't. It doesn't cover up bo, friends. I actually, I don't shower much. I'm. I'm kind of a. And it's not because I'm trying to save the earth. It's because I'm lazy, and I usually want an extra ten minutes of sleep. Like I, it's. That's it, pretty much. And I don't. Um, you know, I don't shave anything, so. I don't feel the need to like be in the shower to shave all the time and I just let it grow. 
I try not to smell, but I also don't wear deodorant because... You're conscientious. Which well, is, I'm poor. I don't wear deodorant because you can't buy it with food stamps. Like, <laughs> I take a shower every day, but I only take, like, I only... I only take a shower like every day, but it's for like three minutes. Right. I lather up real quick. Yeah. Do you, but off. you don't. You don't wash your hair though, cause it's too pretty. You don't want to. You don't want to wash your pretty hair. You gotta wash like. Once I a wash week. it like twice a week. Oh, okay, good. Um, there you go. It gets too greasy. Uh, Do you French braid? Do you know how to French braid? If you want to show me, <laughs> I'm, I'm a braider. <laughs> if anybody listening thinks that's weird. Also, go fuck yourself, because like I just want to know how to take care of my hair. But uh. if braiding, braiding is always great. You can get an extra couple of days not washing it, just because you braid it up. Yeah, YouTube tutorials. We're totally we're off the rails. We are off the um, rails. What do what what do you wh- believe in, Pam? I before I got here, I was like, Bam Benjamin. <laughs> Obviously, somebody's got to have said that before. No, no. Bam? No, Bam. Um, the only Bam I know is Margera, but that would be a cute nickname. Um, I was raised um, exceedingly Christian, but I also was a Jewish summer camp counselor for 12 years. So I am deeply steeped in old timey religion. No, I and I I went to Christian school for nine years, so I have a a vast understanding of the Bible. And I was I was a religious zealot until I was. Till I started doing acid when I was like 19. Hell yeah. 20. Acid's what's up. I think it was eight, 18 or 19 when I started doing acid. And I did a lot of acid. And I, I worked through some... There was a... Actually, the first time I did acid, I remember looking up. And it felt like we were all inside of a disco ball. The coolest thing about acid, I did it with a group of like 18 people. And it was neat because we were able to like group hallucinate. like it, Which was neat because it was like... I was like, we're all inside of a disco ball. And people were like, whoa, because of the stars and the way they were. And then like God came and high-fived me. And he was like, (laughs) he was like, I'm not real. I am real. It's cool. Don't worry about it. And I was like, awesome. So like all of, all of sort of that opening consciousness stuff made me go like, wow, religion's really dumb. But I used to like, it was like eating from the acid was like the, was like the Adam and Eve tree of knowledge kind of thing for me. It was like I lived in this Eden utopia of what Christianity was. I mean, I used to watch movies and I'd be like, it is so sad that these people just haven't even mentioned our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Like, what are they even, what is even the point of of this? Like, I just, if anything didn't, I just couldn't imagine people living without Jesus as without, their buddy, best friend. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine that. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> what? So it was like, and then once the veil is lifted, you can never go back to that state of innocence. And so I was like, wow, religion is dumb. But you know, I was, I'm highly educated, and I started learning about comparative religion and different different other religions because I was taught that Catholicism was a cult. Um. You know, I swung over to the Jewish side, not necessarily for the religion, but for the culture. And I'm a big fan of like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Israel anymore, but I used to be a big fan of it. But now I'm kind of like, you like self-indulgent, pretentious dicks. Like you just took someone else's country and you call it a new country. And then you put other people in this tiny little area when it was their country. And now you're like, well, it's 1942 six or whatever we're a country now it's like it hasn't even been that long and i don't know i don't know how i feel about it but 
Free Palestine. I feel so terrible for poor Palestine. I, I feel so terrible for the Gaza Strip. I, I feel terrible that I think that whole situation happening in the Middle East and why people hate each other so much is over water. Because the Sea of Galilee and the, the fresh water that exists in Israel is a thing. That's like a huge resource. And it just came in and they're like, yeah, this is our water. I mean, I don't know. I feel like people just need to be honest with themselves and just be like, we're not actually killing ourselves over religion. It's resources. It's resources. And we like religion is just a way for people to gang up together and it's plan land out and it's like resources. Yeah. Because um, no one actually follows their religion. <laughs> no one believes in any of the shit that these smart people have told. Like I don't believe in Jesus. But he said, there's this one story that I love, um, that I still, like, talk to people about, is that, like, there was a hooker about to get killed by a crowd of people, and they were going to stone her to death, and he walked in front, and he said, he who has not sinned can throw the first stone, and one by one, everybody walked away, and you know what? That is what no Christian lives by today. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I don't believe in Jesus, but I believe in that. I believe in like, that, too. I don't, like, fuck Christianity, but, like, I believe in that same kind of mentality. I don't think he was the son of God or anything, but, like, that's just a good way to live. Right. I like uh, also the take before um, removing the speck from your brother's eye, please remove take, the log from your own. Yeah, like the plank like of the, the log. Plank, yeah. Just like, it's like, realize before you criticize somebody else that you have a way bigger piece in your own way. Like, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I love that. Know. Jesus said, well, in the... That's the stuff in the Bible that I, I do kind of dig. Like, yeah, Jesus was a cool motherfucker. Like, he... The whole, I mean, I'm not really a turn the other cheek kind of person because I'm like, I don't, don't believe in that don't either. Don't fuck with me, but well, don't be a bitch. Yeah. I mean, like, don't be no prison bitch, you know. And, <laughs> I mean, in real life, if you're actually in prison, maybe you, I don't know what it's like you're, to be in I don't prison. Know, yeah, I don't but know what it's like in I don't real know life. Don't like. like, don't be a push around though. Like, if somebody wrongs you, don't like let that happen well, to and, you. But like, I uh, my whole thing is like. I don't. I try not. I, I don't know if they're talking. If he was talking about revenge or whatever. I don't. I don't like revenge because I don't have time to to fight evil. I only have time to do to do good myself. You know what I mean? Like I don't have. I kind of get it that way. Of like, don't retaliation doesn't really matter because why would you waste your energy in that way? You you could instead of retaliating, you could go do something else. It, it's almost like a a Buddhist perspective. And some people say that Jesus traveled when he was gone for so long. Some people say that he went to the, he went to Asia and he studied Buddhism and uh, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And so when he I've came back, I've heard that before. Yeah, and also some people say that he used cannabis because um, they were four thousand years ago in Chinese pharmacology. There was a book that was written, and it was like the first medicinal book ever written. And they mentioned cannabis. They talk about using it. it they've been cultivating it in India for four thousand years. Um, too. And, and so, uh, also in North Africa and the Middle East, also like uh, I mean, the uh, <laughs> I mean, before Islam, there was like marijuana there. Yeah, I mean, like that—that that was already widespread. I mean, it's still like in it's—they've cut down all. Uh, I'm getting off. I don't even care about weed that much, but you, like, you don't. like I, I, I wish I did. Oh, you look like a stoner. I took 
a hit right now and that was like probably the first hit i've taken in like a month but wow uh, um i know i look like a stoner i wish i liked weed but it just makes me i used to just pour a bag of like i used to like pour a quarter into a bag of rollies and just smoke like five splits a day but nice now i took anyways what do i believe in yeah. right yeah what do you believe in fucking pro wrestling <laughs> that's what that i believe in that's but it's it's i mean i guess it makes sense to believe in it because it's not real it's just like religion yeah but they're not even they used to pretend like it's fake but now they're pretty open about it but i used to, i used they to open like about it being fake kind of i mean not really but i mean for the most part it kind of sucks i mean at least wwe sucks now like it's not even wwf anymore yeah but you like uh, the old school stuff you like jimmy's Superfly snooker hell yeah you like undertaker stone cold the rock like the, fucking know, the, the highest paid actor now like yeah, is that yeah, fake yeah, no yeah you know that he's probably gonna run for president someday you know and he can and i think he can win <laughs> Donald Trump yeah. was a wrestler or not Yes, he was on Yes, he was he, on a but, he, but he was on Yeah. Him and Vince McMahon had a uh, a, 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 a billionaire a, billionaire it was called billionaire versus billionaire match oh and God. whoever lost had to shave their hair right. and Donald Trump won. Oh my God. And uh now he's our president. It, I, that's amazing. Is that fake? Is that no? fake? Yeah. Uh, Good question. So you, you you believe that Hulk Hogan was a savior for many children because he was a good, he was a good, like he actually, he stood up for morals and shit. No, I think that everybody that pretends to be down for morals is actually like the worst person. That And that, but that's what I believe, like, like wrestlers, like if like, well, or politicians, or like anybody who was the other a, one? Je, this Jesse Ventura. He became. He was a. He was a he pro was wrestler, and he was also he was a governor, senator, governor. Minnesota. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Shit. I'm sorry if I'm yelling now. But no, I'm no. Super stoked. He's like, super excited. But it's just like, it. Oh, it's fake. It's like yeah. So is like every single like factor of our society where it's just like, you're you think that it's supposed to run like this. But it's actually running like this, like wrestling. The bad guy always wins. Does and he? it's for the most part, that's how they sell tickets. Like there's this whole like you know, like, oh, thank God for Obama, right? After like so many years of Republican sure, presidents. Yeah. Um the way they sell tickets in wrestling is like there's a good guy and he always gets cheated out of what he deserves which is the title belt right and the bad guy always wins because he lies and he steals and he fucking beats people up and it's a way to sell tickets because when you do that three times when the good guy is supposed to win and he loses every time and then after all that adversity he finally wins like the good guy but that's after like the bad guys kept it for a long time right and then it goes back to the bad guy, like, a couple months later, you know? Like, Ric Flair, who is actually my idol. Woo! Uh, <laughs> wheeling and dealing! Uh, he was a bad guy for yeah. the majority of his career. Um, and he's the most decorated wrestler. 
I don't remember Ric Flair. Can you put on a video just called Spilt Liquor? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll do it on this computer. Keep t- tell us another Ric Flair story before I, because I don't remember. I actually, don't remember him. Oh, I do now. I see his picture and I I know who he is. I was I was okay, Ric Flair I for remember. Halloween. But. Oh, nobody would know who you are, Randy <laughs> Macho Man did. Savage. I liked Randy Macho Man Savage because he Macho did. Man. He'd snap into a slim gym. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel. I feel very affected by by him. Uh, I can do it on this computer. Uh, so what am I um, looking at? Just put on, s- not spilled, spilt. Spilt. Like spilt spilt liquor. It's a spilt. Um, I go like, to YouTube. I was listening to a Bill Bird podcast a while ago, and he was just like, he was like, I've tried my entire life to sound as funny as this guy, and he's not even trying. And it's just about... S-P-I-L-T. I-L-T. Spilt after we uh liquor oh spilt liquor i'm sure it'll come up right away spilt acid baby spilt over oh god well all these videos are just referencing that but um spilt liquor rick flair boom yeah boom 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 so i have so much more to talk about after this yeah okay here we go oh the sound is off there we go girls why oh, don't that you should be dare to him one more time? Oh, there he is. That's who's standing here today. The world. Are you, are you familiar with the term Ubermensch? Yes. Only one. This is it right You're here. You're looking. Oh, girls, I can't stand it. Oh, now I got to talk. We all got to be quiet. Nikita Koloff. Can I talk over this We've or should only I wait? We've just yep. begun. So. That's the end of it. Dusty Nisha, the philosopher Don't that everybody read when they fucking first had read and thought they were better than Yeah, exactly. Thought they were better than everybody else in the world. Um, so Dusty Rhodes, remember, when you walk out here, woo, talking Nisha Rick said Flair. there was only three Ubermensch that he knew in, that in the ring. world. One of them was Mozart, one of them was Gota. And ease the tension in our relationship. Nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't speak the, German. Woo, I'm going to tell you I make a joke that <laughs> the third one is Rick fucking Flair. When I get to town, we're going to treat all you women yeah. woo, the way women ought to be treated. Because the NWA and some real men are going to take that civic center. But this is my religion. And then we all going to be over at Rodeo. That's what I said. That's Miami Beach, get ready. We are tour and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. When last year I spent more money on spilled liquor <laughs> in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! That's the majority of the video, um, but um, but he's got like a thousand videos like that. But you know, wrestling wrestling for me is like an allegory for real life. Like art imitates real life. Sure. Um, 
the bad guy always wins. Like, that guy was a douchebag, but also everybody wants to be him. Therefore, we have, like, a rich douchebag fucking, like, He's that's how people Uber get mensch. in power. Um, yeah. And another, uh, what was I going to say? People like an asshole, I guess. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is America. This is where we're at right now. Ass- we're the land of assholes. That's exactly what it is. Um, And what else was I going to say? Your, your friends betray you. And sometimes people that you didn't like help you out. Um, yeah, absolutely. That totally happens. People that... Uh, I, I've had people that I thought were enemies, and they're not. They were very helpful. I'm surprised. I was like, it's, oh, shit, I'm the asshole. <laughs> God, I thought I had more to talk about wrestling. I, well, I, is it that they... But it, you don't want to wrestle. I remember watching... I remember watching a... Um, real world and the guy was like I'm oh, gonna be a wrestler I'm gonna be the he situation is a wrestler. and he is a wrestler now. Yeah, and he's this. super good is I love right? him and he's a bad guy and he's the like, situation yeah no 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 no, not, no that was in uh, God I'm I am abusing this mic but it's okay uh, I just I, I mean I remember watching him on the real world and I and and then so he is one of my favorite wrestlers right now which there's not a lot of them because I think they all suck he's called the Miz the Miz um and he had he's a total bad guy persona so the last WrestleMania which is like the football of, or I mean the football of wrestling the Super Bowl of wrestling oh god I remember him so much it's so funny it's funny because he faced my- another one of my favorite wrestlers and he was the bad guy and he came out dressed like a Lannister like Game of Thrones I don't know if you watched yeah, that yeah of course it. yeah of course um, and then my other favorite wrestler came out just like a Stark and it was like just a super good match where and they're both like I mean, I was going to say egotistical, but you can't be a wrestler without being egotistical, but like. It's a great acting gig if you've got a hot bod and you can be really physical and jump around. I mean, it's a great acting gig. It's just a great story. I mean, it used to be a great story. I remember when I watched The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 19. And The Rock had gone against Stone Cold five other WrestleManias. And he lost every single time, and then it was the and then it was Stone Cold's last match, and then The Rock won, and I cried almost. I oh, mean, you were I so say hard. almost, but I cried. It like, was his time. <laughs> he. This is funny. This guy, the Miz, he decided that. I mean, he wanted to be a professional wrestler, and he did it. But he was he did all that real world ruled rules rules thing forever, which is funny. I I used to watch that shit. I was so. I was so basic. <laughs> I used to be. There's nothing basic. basic about that. That's watching a lot of the real world and road rules. Oh God! Of course it is. I like. Well, you like SVU though too, huh? Wait, what's the question? SVU. No, dun, dun. special special victim. No, I don't. Um, I don't really have a TV at my house. Um, and I haven't. I don't even. I have to steal internet at my house too. So sometimes I Netflix, but. Um, I don't, I really, I used to be, uh, when I was a, when I was a basic, when I was a, 
bourgeois housewife with a real job in San Diego in a house. Sounds awesome. How do oh, I sign up? Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> um, it was it was terrible. When I used to do that, I used to I used to watch so much TV. I was I was addicted to TV. Like I would come home from work and I would sit on the couch and I would turn the TV on and I would eat dinner in front of the TV. I, I was watching like eight nine hours a day of TV, which is insane and stupid and I, I I'm sad that I wasted so much time um, because I could have been doing productive things I could have been writing a novel or but then I got into myspace and because oh. and then I and then I started writing and stuff and um, myspace kind of changed my life in that way but then I got addicted to myspace like I would wake up at three in the morning because I wanted to see what was happening to my buddies in Manchester England okay that was a problem um, so, like, yeah. I used to be the opposite, where, like, I'd be like, no media, like, no nothing, like, nothing, no television, no movies, like, I was, like, so dedicated to, maybe I won't, probably, this is why I'm a weird person, but I was like, I'm only reading, I want to try and learn as much as I can, I want to, like, read as many stories as I can, I want to be, like, a serious artist, and, and like, I wanted to be, like, just only just a writer you know that's sure. what i wanted to be how old are like, you 27 oh wow you're so young i know yeah i mean i still want to do that but like i don't it's not as extreme as anymore but like when i was a, teenager, a poet or a or a poet or a fiction writer uh I, like i want to write novels okay sweet i well i wanted to write novels but then i mean i still wanted did you ever write a novel not yet, oh. but I've... It's November. I, oh, November's over. But then I realized no one liked me, and I was just being an asshole, and like I was just spending too much in t in time inside. I felt like I didn't look good. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to start smoking weed, and I'm going to ride a bike, and I'm going to go hang out with people. And like I still love... Yeah, like I've still always read, and I still have a... Like I always have a book in my backpack, but now I realize there's got to be like a like I don't know. I was just, well, maybe I was just a teenager, but that maybe that's it. But you should write a novel. It um, November is National Write a Novel Month, and I I didn't write a novel in November, but people often do. Um, you just have to write every day. I I've written a couple novels. I mean, I do write every day, but oh, um, it's not necessarily a novel. Uh, but I could make. I suppose I could put that into it, but I have this. Is it okay to talk about this on this show? Yeah, or whatever you want. What, talk whatever about, I believe. Yeah. What this this show is basically like? I just follow you. Like wherever we go is wherever we go. Like okay, yeah, yeah, I like that. Can, Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I was so nervous before I got no, here. No, I was I like, just, I know. I just this is like I like interviewing people, and I like to go wherever they go, and I, I try not to negate you in any way because I want you to talk about yourself and what makes you tick. That's the whole concept of the show. Is like. Every person's different, but we're all moral. Like, we're all good people. We just believe different things. And, and maybe you don't have to believe in a religion to, or you maybe, maybe this can open people's eyes to the beauty and wonderment of WWF and E. <laughs> Before I waste everybody's time on novel bullshit, because, you know, I'll write if I want to, if I don't, whatever. If I die, whatever. Um, but, like, for me, I was thinking about this. I was like, what do I actually believe in? Because I, I like, don't really take time to think about it. Um, 
But then I was like, that's, I, I feel like for me, that's a good thing. Maybe some people need that. They need to have some, like, reassurance of, like, what happens after they die. But for me, there's two things. One is that if you're worrying about what happens when you die, then you're wasting your time right now. <laughs> um and that shouldn't be a religious thing. That should just be common law. Like, <laughs> if you like, like, and if there is an afterlife, then I feel like just scientifically, it's completely affected by like how you are living right now. Sure. Uh, wow. You know, uh, that I and I feel like that is scientifically proven. Like, you know, it's just and for it's a common thread in many religions i mean jesus said you reap what you sow like karma is a very sure common everybody knows about karma whatever happened right. like whatever you you action you put out you're gonna have an equal and opposite reaction so if there is an afterlife and you're a shitty person in your life you're probably gonna have a shitty afterlife <laughs> stands um, to reason and if there's not an afterlife you should still not be a shitty person in this life because that also affects your life and just right. don't be a shitty person. It's, you know, though, it's hard because it sometimes, hard. sometimes I don't think I'm being shitty, but I'm actually being shitty or I don't mean to be shitty, but someone perceives what I'm doing to be shitty. I, I don't even know. I, I know. Even well, know that's, that I and that's where morality shit. gets in. It's like, what is shitty? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is a shitty thing to do to a person? Well, don't kill them. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, that's don't lie to them. Don't steal things from them. I mean, unless they look bad and. But in which case, you might want to tell them they look bad, just so they yeah. don't look bad. But uh, I don't know. And then other than that, it gets very mucky. It gets, yeah, like, even lying is really mucky, because we're withholding the truth as opposed to lying. Or, like, if someone has spinach in their teeth, do you tell them? Like, for me, that's like a moral issue. I would definitely tell you them. you tell them. Yeah, I would definitely. Uh, but, but spinach is easy. Like Spinach is easy. <laughs> That's an easy thing. Just get it out of your teeth. (laughs) That should not offend you. (laughs) If you have spinach in your teeth, get the fuck out of your teeth. Like, unless you want it there. Like, I don't know. If someone tells you and you're like, oh, I'm okay with that, then fine. Like, (laughs) then it's all good. Like, (laughs) what is what is shitty? Yeah, it is shitty. Like, um, it's true. And then, but so I do. I feel like a shitty person all the time. The guy with no shoes. I mean, I feel like throwing. I feel like I should throw shoes out of my window, but I don't know if they'll fit or if they even want the. I mean, I, mean, I, I want to walk around with some extra pairs of shoes right now because there's so many questionably housed people with socks on. I've been seeing all these people in socks, and I'm like, this is not cool. It's raining, and you're wearing socks. That can't be nice. That's got to be cold. At least they weren't wearing socks and sandals because that would not be allowed. Well, yeah. and now that's a moral distinction as well. No, it's not. It's. <laughs> That is complete objective truth. You are not allowed to wear socks and sandals at the same time. But what about Birkenstocks? Like, Birkenstocks are sandals. Absolutely not. <laughs> are believe, you fucking Jesus H Christ? I believe but. you can wear. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start a holy war right now. Yeah, I know Birkenstocks with socks. It's is unacceptable for Aaron Lewis. So when did you start doing comedy? Not and that. why? 
You were like, uh, I'm going to be a novelist. Now I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. Um, just since I moved to San Francisco, which was in April. Oh. Um, so shit, almost almost a year, more than like half a year. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really. I've never thought. Oh god, you're so popular. No, I'm not. <laughs> do do do. They're like, hey, are you I on am. the radio right now? Boo 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 boo. Ding ding ding. Dulcet tones. Um. One of my, well, not my, one of my favorite writers, but a writer I read a lot of, he said, like, if you want to be a writer, try and do anything else that you can, because it's not going to be a happy existence, and you're never going to make it. Is that Chuck but, Palahniuk? Who <laughs> said uh, that? Or Chuck Palahniuk, depending. Bukowski. Oh, Bukowski. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, but he that's was a how I post feel. office guy for 10 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's kind of how I feel about comedy. Like, I don't, I feel like I don't, I mean, I I do want to do like I have been doing it a lot um, and that's really what I've been that's my goal I, I mean writing is still my goal too I'm still writing stories but it's kind of correlates it's different kind of writing yeah absolutely but still helps with like they both like help each other out though sure I mean writing a book I feel like just gives me like mental tools to like try and make a joke better and then also just doing comedy gives you just material to write a book um <laughs> they feed uh, each other like, yeah enough. exactly um but like i'm like i don't know i just felt like if i don't do it like i've struggled with addiction for a while just like alcohol um no. Yeah. You no with the way. whiskey on the street? Whiskey Street? Yeah. <laughs> whiskey Me Street, Aaron Lewis? No way. Yeah, Aaron Hyphy Lewis. <laughs> Tell it to your mother. Um, yeah, I. but it's just... That's like my form of like therapy. It's comedy now. And, yeah, just writing other shit. Um, but like... It's like I don't know. It's like I like I like that's my like I'm I feel like I'm trying to like feed that addiction too. Sure, you know? sure, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When I get on stage, like I don't feel like I feel high. Sure. And, like I feel good. Yeah. And it helps me, I think. But I still believe it or not, I used to drink more when I was not doing comedy. Huh. Um, and I know that's not possible to imagine, but. <laughs> That is the case. But I, I don't know if I have a, if I have a alcohol problem or a comedy problem. Like I don't know if I'm an alcoholic with a comedy problem or a comic with an, al- <laughs> an alcohol problem. I can't tell. I I, I I don't know because everywhere everywhere to do open mics are all in bars. They're all in bars. So it's like I'm gonna if I'm in a bar. I'm gonna drink. Like what what else would I be in a bar for? I would hang out in bars only anyways, so yeah, might as well you. talk about it. I, um, exactly. I totally agree with that. Um, I feel the same way. I make, and I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to, like, popularize my fucking lifestyle, because it's not supposed to be popular. Like, I fucking <laughs> live in the Tenderloin. I hang out with, like, homeless people. I'm not homeless yet, but, uh, you know, I just it's just fucking shit and needles and fucking empty whiskey bottles all over the place it's not it's not cool but also i love it like i am like 
I'm not having an easy life right now, but I'm having like so much fun. Uh, not necessarily. What's like, an not- easy life, though? What do you consider an easy life? What does that mean? Just when, like, when you pay all your bills, you have like a couple hundred left over or something like that. Oh. That's an easy life. Do you have debt? Why do you? What I'm is- not. I'm not in debt. Um, but. Do you have student loans? No, I've. I mean, I've gone to community college before, but I don't have any loans now. I just. It's. I mean, it's San Francisco. It's like hard to live here. You it's know? Ex- yeah, rent's expensive. I'm not. Yeah, and you. If you just moved here in April, you don't have any breaks on rent. Like, I've. I've been in the same apartment in the Tenderloin for almost ten years. So. Um, I've un- I have rent control and it. it just goes up a little bit every year and and I, 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 pay I my very apartment's rent controlled too, but but you locked uh, in in uh, but in I a- locked in, in ten years later right exactly like, yeah yeah so when I started my, ten years ago my rent was nine ninety five and now it's like that's scary for you because it's like if you ever move away it's not going to oh be I the can't same. I, like, I can never it's either move back. you're here forever or like it's exactly right yeah if I leave I can never come back yeah. I can never come back. Because I'll never be able to afford it, ever, ever. Yeah. It's, it'd be impossible. So uh, that's one of the things where, I mean, if the station ever fails, yeah, I'll fucking leave San Francisco. Fuck San Francisco. I just came back from Arkansas. You could buy a house in Arkansas for $150,000. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, it's just, I mean, I'm sure there were great people out there. I'm sure there are nice people, but, you know, just very different. Uh, yeah. Yeah, everyone drives cars. There's you can't walk to anything. I mean, it's yeah. it'd obviously be a completely different lifestyle. I mean, like, wait, I can't like shit on the street right now. Like, not that. Have I'd you ever that. pooped on the street? <laughs> no, but I, I shit my either. pants the other week though. Wow. <laughs> I've I had to. I had wait, to, did I just well, say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fuck, I did it. I, I I mean, I do that as part of my act. I'm like, fucking. Yeah, I, I, I pee my I pee my pants accidentally a lot. I have a. And you know what? It sucks being an older lady. Sometimes when I cough, I pee a little now. It sucks. <laughs> like, I mean, even if I don't have to pee, like as a, as a as a twenty something woman with a vagina, I know how you feel. Like, <laughs> uh, no, a, a friend of mine a couple of years ago told me that, and they're like, "Oh God, I'm, I'm gonna sneeze, and I might pee a little." <laughs> and I was like. What? And they're like, yeah, that's common. And I was like, oh shit, I guess you learn something new every day. Yeah, like, it's. I didn't know that about women. Getting but. old sucks. It sucks. I remember when I was 27, I was in such good shape. <sighs> I was. Yeah. I had a. I had a great butt shelf when I was 23. It's such a cute little butt. Anyway, I used to. I used to be a. Dan- I used to dance. I used to be a ballerina. So. Oh, I dance. I had a great. I had a great, had a great tushy. <laughs> uh, so. You just believe that people shouldn't be shitty to each other. Yes. And uh, that if you're worried about death while you're alive, you're an idiot. Stop doing that. And that's basically it. There you go. And WWE and wrestling. Wrestling is definitely real. The emotions are real. The emotions are real. It's scripted, but the emotions are real. Um they don't hate each other, though. They just pretend to hate each other, exactly. right? Exactly. They don't even hate each other. But, you know, and when they do hate each other, it's for no reason. It's like, that's like how the world works right now. It's like, why do you hate that person? I don't know. They say a different word. Like, for the same shit. Uh, so don't do that. Don't do that. 
and if you're worried about the afterlife, you shouldn't because there's no reason for it. If you're worried about that, be more concerned with the person that is next to you. Be more concerned about your own health. Yeah. So where did you move from? Uh, I grew up in Fresno. Fresno. I was actually born in Bakersfield. Fresno. Fresno is one of the last places in California people can afford to buy homes. It it actually wouldn't be a terrible idea to to buy a house in Fresno and rent uh, it's it out. Just, it's just not it's, that fun. No, I mean, but it's going to be. Like, Sacramento's already blown out. You know what I mean? Like, it's this California is getting funky that way. It's Fresno, I think, is the next it's gonna Sacramento. It's going to take a lot of really it's good gonna be, people. It's going to be gentrified. It's <laughs> They're going to gentrify Fresno. You can't gentrify Fresno. Like, <laughs> there's no... Like, you could buy a nice home out in a white neighborhood and it'd still be fucking cheap as fuck yeah it's it's and uh, then you just deal with your neighbors that smoke meth and fucking our, our Aryan brotherhood people but wow i that, didn't know that, that was going on out there so it's either yeah it's either mexican gangs or like white supremacists <laughs> i'd much rather hang out with the mexican gangs because like they're more fun to fucking party with welcome welcome to the real world everybody wow well real real world of fresno yeah, yeah. meth BB, neighbors Oof. wait am i what am I doing? I don't know. What are you Okay. Doing? Oh yeah, so the BBC <laughs> I was just I was wondering if you're trying to wrap me up or No, uh, like, no, 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 we're fine. Okay, cool. Um yeah, the the BBC, you know, not not Big Black Cock, but um British Broadcasting Corporation, they uh made a documentary about Fresno about 10 years ago. What? And Fresno's not that big. I mean, it's got a fair amount of people, but it's not that big of a city, you know? Sure. And the documentary they made was called The City Addicted to Crystal Meth. Wow. Yeah. Is that why you moved away from there? Were you were you into meth a little bit? I, I mean, I was into meth, no, but only for three I, months. I, I was never into meth. Um, I just like drinking just and like, like drinking. acid. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I've done a lot of other stuff, but like... I won't do any powders anymore um, because a couple weeks ago, um, one of my buddies went to a funeral um, for her buddy who did a line at a bar and thought it was cocaine and it had fentanyl in it and she died. And I was like, I'll never, if unless I test it, I wouldn't take any Molly. I, I'm not. I won't take anything anymore unless it's tested. Unless I like, at some places they have testing like at you know Coachella or some shit like that. But I mean, I won't. I won't do any powders anymore. I used to be, I used to be willy nilly. I used to find pills out in the, in the world and be like, ah, a pill, I'll take it. Like (laughs) now. Yeah. Uh, that's like, (laughs) I feel like I've said that joke here, but, but like, it's just like, you ever, you ever find a random baggie of white powder and just snort it and wake up with a bloody ass? (laughs) Me neither. (laughs) I've never done that before. But if you want some, I got a little more. Yeah, a little more. <laughs> I have, I found uh, the bag of coke on on the ground at a, a bar once, and it was so funny because you know I'm I'm a little too honest. And the first thing I did was hold it up, and I was like, "Is this belong to anybody?" And then as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, "That's something you just keep." <laughs> it's like my my win, your loss, and I ended up giving it to my buddy for his birthday because <laughs> I don't do, but I don't do powders anymore. But yeah, yeah, it's it's funny how like people nowadays like so. I used to make a joke how like this pills were dead, and I'm like, I'm in the Bay Area now. Where like, where can I find a fucking this pill? Like, what's what's this? 
It used to be like a pressed form of ecstasy. Oh, okay. I know like that. With like a is. stamp on it, sure, sure, and it'd sure. be a different color, mm-hmm. and that was supposed to like notify you what it actually was. Huh. But that was all bullshit. It's like, dude, these are drug dealers we're dealing with. Yeah, like, exactly. It could, I mean, in Fresno, if you got one of those, that was just straight meth with oh. like some food coloring in it. Sure. But like people nowadays, they're like, oh, I got some Molly. It's clean. Or like when Molly MDMA, started coming out, yeah. it's like, oh, it's cleaner. It's like you're just snorting the same shit and they just ran out of food like they coloring were, well, and, and they weren't like, pressing it so now they put yeah. it into little capsules and I'm like is that because you're lazy or is it because you're cutting it with something else and that's the problem I would be afraid to take Molly and one of those little pill things that where you can open up the capsule or whatever because it could be laced with fentanyl I don't know why they're putting fentanyl it in everything it could literally be anything it could, like, yeah it could be anything yeah um, and but like for a year people I knew were like oh it's Molly it's clean it's not pressed and it's like wait so it's just a random white yeah. powder? Sure. Like, yeah. fucking... Uh, literally, like, one, you could have gotten ripped off if that could just be, like, fucking flour. You wouldn't know the difference because you're a fucking dumb person. <laughs> or, two, it could, like, yeah, be potentially lethal. Sure. Um, could be too. fucking rat poison. Like... Yeah. The drug dealer doesn't give a shit. Yeah, like... Yeah. They're trying to make that money. Yeah. Which I'm all about. Make that money. Are, are you? Do you... How, how no, important I'm not is money at all. to you? Uh, only to the extent that, like, I just, like I said, want to live fairly comfortably where I pay all my bills and, like, have a... A couple hundred left over for fun stuff. Yeah. Funsies. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, I mean, I wish I had... I mean, I've just changed my lifestyle so that it, maybe it accommodates my drinking, maybe? I don't know, that my fun... My fun and my work are sort of together and both of them involve drinking. Like I work, it's so great. Working in a bar is like, I love my job. I look forward to working tonight. I fucking love my job. I love that I can, last night I had three, my shift was six hours long and I had three IPAs during my shift and one after. So I had four total. It was great. I loved it. I love drinking at work. And it's like, you're allowed to drink at work because it's in a bar. It's, it's, I'm just so I'm I love it and then most of the times once you're in comedy long enough and you start you know like I might not get paid for a show but I at least sometimes get free drinks like if you give me Bart Fair and two free drinks I'll go anywhere in the Bay Area I don't give a fuck I'll tell my jokes to you You give me two free drinks and Bart ride 10 bucks 10 bucks and two free drinks I feel like I'm that's great I feel like I'm, I'm over the moon like this is a great job Pay me an alcohol? Fuck yeah. I, I feel like I try to be friendly with people that either run shows or work at shows where probably to the point where I'm a little bit annoying. <laughs> but I just want to be friendly with people and I want to connect. Like, I don't know. I don't really have that many friends here. Um, oh. And like the friends I do have are like the ones I made at like comedy shows and shit like that. So. Well, we're neighbors. I I uh, right. I yeah. most likely won't be going back to I won't say any names or anything specific, but that place right by your house I won't be going to that open mic anymore. All right, I don't want to. Yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't want to air it if you don't want to. No, it's um, fine. I just I just won't be frequenting that one anymore. So, but you no should worries. come. You should come here to my mics for sure. I was gonna say if there are listeners right now, there's. Can I give a shout out to the station? Sure. Um, oh, yeah. If you liked listening to me, hopefully. I know you love listening to Pam. Oh, pff. 
but there's a lot of great shows here, uh, and there's three great comedy, well, four great comedy shows a week. Yeah, there's three uh, open mics and one and one showcase. And one showcase, yeah. So the first one's the joke workshop. It's so fun. So Last this fun. week's was this week's was really good too, and we had a real audience member, and he was so funny. My buddy Scotto, he after he was like. Pam, that one was like exceptionally good, you know, like that one was really good. And I was like, thanks, man. That's so nice of you to say. He's like, it was really entertaining. It was really good. I usually yeah. try and frequent all of them, uh, but I work a lot this week. I work mm. six days. So, it, But Oof. the other one is on Friday. Friday from six uh, to eight. Happy hour. And right after that is Pam's show. Yeah. Again, the showcase Whoopity where you do. get to see the heavy hitters. Yeah, right. There are always super funny there. There's always funny people at the open mics, but this is that's the the Friday prime time. But try to try to do that. And then Saturday there's the new one from eight to ten. He oh, has yeah. that really great Capitals running that open mic. And then we, there's another one Saturday. Yeah, that's right, Saturday, eight to ten. It's uh yeah, I'm really, I'm really proud of like the things that are happening at the station right now. I think it's really, I think it's really great. I mean, out inside comedy and and outside comedy because honestly, like, fuck San Francisco comedy. It's it's like <laughs> it's so clickish and everybody it's thinks that they're clicky. so much better than everybody else and they only work with certain people and then there's these weird t- and it's like we all just have to get over ourselves and be like you know we're open mic comics guys. <laughs> like, Pam, I am glad you brought that up because I didn't want to bring that up. Like sometimes I say that during sets where it's just like oh no I might mess up in my five minutes at an open mic yeah. oh fuck uh, I guess I won't get on Joe Rogan's podcast this week right. oh shit like yeah. not against the podcast or the people listening it's just like like this is comedy like fucking don't take yourselves that seriously yeah. like yeah. fucking calm down like there's a lot yeah. of people that are I mean I'm a little pretentious but but only because I have well, an MFA yeah. in poetry. I mean, I'm a pro wrestler. Like. <laughs> That's the opposite of pretension. But there, I think there's a, there's some people in the scene that think they really think they're like really a lot better than other people. And it's like, calm the fuck down, buddy. We're all the same. Like, ain't nobody getting a Netflix special. It's a fucking open mic. Yeah. Like, fucking. Yeah. Just, it's not that big of a deal. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It's If I bomb this one. You know what? I'll fucking cry all night and then do it again tomorrow. I, I try. I try to make open mics. I when I go to them, I because I I hate grinding now. I, I'd rather not grind. But everyone has to grind, and I get it. And I have to go to venues other than my own. I get it. I get it. It's great. But I allow myself if I'm going to an open mic to drink and not to take it seriously. And if I'm not having fun, I just don't do it. And I don't force myself to do an open mic. Like if I don't feel like performing, I don't perform. But if I'm booked, I take it seriously. I don't get drunk. I, you know, I take it seriously. And I, you know, think about my jokes all day. Like, which one am I going to do? And then I get there and I either do that material or I do something else, but I'm interacting with the audience and it's fine. But I try to take it a little more seriously, but an open mic eh, fuck everybody. I mean, Sometimes I'm so wasted, I won't even... I'm so glad everything's recorded here at Mutiny Radio because uh, I'll come in and I'd, I have no recollection of anything I've did. And there's been... I, I, I work Tuesdays now, but I used to do the Tuesday grind. I used to do OMG, Tope, and Grant and & Green. And uh, at Tope, because I've hosted and I'm buddies with the bartender and stuff, 
and they have IPS. Anyways, I would I would black I would black out quite frequently at in the middle. And so not only would I perform at Tope and be blacked out, I wouldn't remember performing at Grant and Green. And sometimes I'll even sing karaoke across the street at Tupelo, and I'll have no recollection, which is like Pam, what are you doing? But there was a time not too long ago at Tope. It's because I wasn't eating dinner. I didn't. I need to eat dinner. But I Charity Pomeroy was next to me, and she's such a doll. And I she's guess super nice. I, I think she's the best. So. I went up on stage and then I sat back down and then in the next, the middle of the next person's set, she said, I looked at her and went, did I already go up? And she was like, oh yeah. Like I was in the <laughs> middle of a blackout. I didn't even remember that I'd performed. And I that- actually had a similar conversation <laughs> with her just last week. Did um, I go up? <laughs> uh, because like, yes, Pam, you were funny. <laughs> it's like, so two weeks ago, I was supposed to hang out with my mom. My mom's a great lady, but we're both busy, and I want to see her, but pl- some plans fell through, uh, and I was sad. And not even if I wasn't sad, I'd still be drinking whiskey, but I was drinking an exceptional amount of whiskey that night, and I went up at her show. Oh, Saturday night. Yeah, 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 on Saturdays. Um, at Hotel Utah. Yes. And, 5.30 um, sign up, I think. Or 5 o'clock sign up, 5.30 show. She's some, great. Something around there. Um, and I totally forgot all my shit. And I, like, I was... I've, I've not even been using a book lately. I've just been trying to, like, just... And it's been good for the... Mo- or last week was good. Two weeks ago was not that good. <laughs> um, but, like, I tried to pull out my book. And uh, all my notes just fell over the floor. Oh. And I... I was just like, all right, I'm just going to do my rap lyrics from... I used to be in a fucking joke uh, rap group. I mean, serious rap group. But I just said the lyrics from my old rap group just to like... Instead of any of my material. And I feel like that was probably way better than doing my material. Did people laugh? Yeah, people loved it. Like, I tried to like do my own material and I was like and then like I just started doing my rap lyrics and people loved it I don't know that's funny that's hey well Um, the the audience has an infinite ability to to laugh except that the problem there too is they're all comics that's the one bummer about if I make all comics laugh it's way easier to make a room full of all comics laugh than a room just full of like people not trying to do comedy Really? Do you do you not? Agree? I think that do you not no. think so. I think that normal people are easy to make laugh. Comics, if comics laugh, no, no, no that that's, that's that's hard. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's it's like if I make a room full of comics laugh, that's crazy hard. That's yeah, like that's I feel way better about that than. Well, but I don't. So that's the thing is I don't give a fuck about other comics. I want audience people. That's why. That's why open micing is so hard. Is that the comics are your audience and they have so many perceptions of who you are and if they like you or don't like you and if they want to pay attention to you or they don't or if they're gonna no matter if they think it's funny or not they're not gonna laugh like all that kind of shit is so hard like but real the point of doing comedy is to be in front of real I mean I guess it's to make people laugh and if you can make comics laugh whoop de do but like real people there I mean that's the that's what that's what we're all doing. That's why we're practicing. We're not trying to make comics laugh. We're trying to be funny for real people. And so I, I, no, I, I agree with you. We're not trying to make comics laugh, but I'm just saying, just like yeah. when I, if I like, you know, you, you go to so many open mics and like, 
you see so many comics that like just you know no one will laugh even though it's funny but it's just a room full of comics i'm just like i know what you're saying i want to make a room full of like a bunch of people that aren't comics laugh but i feel like that's way easier for me than making like like once you make a room full of comics laugh at a shitty open mic like that's when you know you're like you might have hit something good you know sure yeah fair enough i mean if it's just it's so i hate comics so much it's just yeah. so hard because you just don't I mean, get the, I, uh, the reaction that you're looking for sometimes. All that stuff. It's just like, man. Uh, but and and they're just sometimes they're they're mean and petty and it's like high school kind of a lot. It's weird. But you, I mean, you've only been in it a couple months and have you experienced that? Like that you feel like? Oh yeah. People are. Yeah. Yeah. It's for sure. The, but I, I mean, I just try to be nice. I mean, the only thing I can do is just. Like I said, not be a shitty person. Yep. And sometimes I fail at that. But, you know, it gets mucky. It's like sometimes you don't know what being a shitty person is. Yep. But, well, I mean, other it. people might have a bad, or I don't know. Mine normally is that I'm just like drunk as fuck all the time. But, you know. Right. Well, and I feel that I have, and I try not to perpetuate that um, image of me. But I've been told that a lot of people, that's sort of like the the stereotype about Pam that's sort of true, but that I'm always, that I'm always wasted. And some people have told me that people, uh, you can't even drink at your venue. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I know that's not funny because, because we used to go, we got in trouble by the ABC. Um, because I used to be crazy. We had a show once where I got everyone on stage drunk and the point was to pee your pants. Uh, I had everyone wearing depends diapers oh my God. Um, on stage and we were so drunk. And then the idea was that you, weren't allowed to go to the bathroom you had to pee your pants if you had to pee but you were supposed to try to hold it and there was an audience member that was on your team and if you peed before your set because i pulled him out of a hat you didn't know when you were going to go up if you peed before your set then your audience member won a prize but if you w peed after your set <laughs> you won a prize but everybody was wasted and everyone just started peeing and then and then one of the guys was peeing in the dog bowl and then there was <laughs> my boyfriend God. jonathan was cleaning up urine how did you stage. get the smell out like at this place i smoke enough weed and anything goes away. oh right but we i mean we were we were I, i'm so glad we, that the cops didn't come by that night or the abc or whatever because they would have been like what the fuck is happening we were but that was the whole point i made everybody have three beers or three shots before their set before, and then they had to keep drinking. I was just giving beer away. I was like, drink, drink, drink. God, okay, pee your pants. <laughs> I wish that was like a lot of like things to drink before, but I'd be like, well, okay. Like, yeah, just that. like, sure. Uh, sure, yeah. It was, it was fun. Whatever. But uh, no, I, there's, a, there's, a, there's a thing, like what's it called when someone says something about you that's maybe true, but maybe not true, or they say that you're like this. A rumor? Not a rumor, but... Anyways, a myth, a myth, a, a legend a myth that I'm, that I I'm saw that guy eat 63 <laughs> shrimp one time. Hell yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> Woo. Uh, I, there used to be, Pamtastics used to actually be the open mic and it was from, it used to be from eight to 11. I did a three hour open mic and it's when we could drink here. And the third hour, I'd usually get so drunk that I'd host from up here. I'd up on top of the studio. I'd lay down, and there's a big there's a big vomit stain there from one time when I threw up. But um, up on top of it, but on top of this roof, I'd lay down and I'd have someone give me a microphone with a long cord, and I'd host laying down on top of this thing. 
<laughs> and I'd, I'd watch and be like, no, no, I'm up here. And I, cause I was just, it was, I would just get wasted. It was the third hour of hosting. I just couldn't, I had to, I actually made the show two hours because I was like, I can't drink for three hours. I get too drunk here. <laughs> like I was just drinking, you know, I'd have like six PBRs in three hours. I just be like, wah, wah. Yeah, what do you like, like five pounds? Like Yeah, yeah. Well, five IPAs with no dinner makes me black out. Actually three IPAs with no dinner and I start things start getting gray. I I just drink two I just oh shit. Have I No no I've <gasps> <I'm sorry. gasps> Where am I? Okay. Uh fuck. That's why I don't smoke weed. Yeah, um. you don't know where the microphone is. <laughs> uh I just drink one IPA like halfway through. I just start pretending like I'm blacked out, and I'm like, "This is how I'm acting tonight." Like, <laughs> and then I get blacked out, and I still act the same way. And I'm like, "Damn, I'm just a bad person." Well, but no, you know what? You're not a bad person for drinking. I that's I feel sometimes too. I'm like, "Am I a bad person?" But it, that's that's the best part about blacking out is that you don't have to be you don't have to feel any shame for any of your actions. It doesn't no, matter. Oh no, that's and, not true. And like, people don't. People don't pay attention. That's what I've learned in my many years of life is that nobody's paying attention to me. Nobody's paying attention. No one's going to remember when I'm acting like an idiot or not. Nobody remembers. I don't remember. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. Do they? I love Mint Milano's. I don't know. I, don't, I think that's I think that's her slogan. Is that Pepperidge Farm remembers? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. But Some of them, God remembers. <laughs> the, the fucking jealous ass God remembers every fucking. He's like, yeah. you remember that time? Three in the morning, he woke up, he jacked off. I remember. But and you're not getting into hurting? heaven for that, you know? Who does, that doesn't hurt anybody. That's what, all, you know? What are you. Um, you, you're concerned you I, I mean we might as well get into it why not you're concerned about how much you how much alcohol you consume you I am uh what are I you hiding know. from huh <laughs> I don't know like nothing should be wrong with me but I just drink a lot like I feel like before I started drinking I just looked at booze ads and I was like yeah when I get older that's what I'm gonna be drinking, cause that's the deal right there. <laughs> like, and that was like before I've ever had a sip of alcohol, but like, I don't know. Hey, I, I love drinking too, and I don't. I don't know, it's the one legal drug or whatever. <coughs> or now, I mean, Jesus, I love marijuana. I, I, I'm so glad that's not a moral thing. The thing when I drink though is, I'm the same person. I'm just. Like, I'm not an angry drunk or a mean drunk. I'm just more, like, happy and confused, <laughs> you know? Or I forget. I'm, yeah, I'm, a nice, I'm a nice drunk person, so it doesn't really... I don't worry too much because I make bad decisions when I'm sober and I make bad decisions when I'm drunk. It doesn't really make that big of a difference to me. Because I've stopped drinking for a while. Or it's, I still do and say stupid things. Just does it doesn't really matter. Except that when I'm drinking, I'm having more fun. Yeah, I wish I had that problem. Or I mean, that's not a problem. That's a good thing. Well, do you, do you feel like bad some, things happen when you drink? Yeah, I like. I mean, not like. Yeah, sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. Because not, and it's because you can't control what's happening, or you not. Is it other people doing things to you that are bad and that you're just not like together enough to deal with it or like with the too a much alcohol? A little of both. Or, mm. um, 
yeah, you're not like ending miles. up in the hospital or anything. See, I have a buddy no, 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 who no. drinks so much that if I lost him, I, he, I, the call in the morning would either be from jail or the hospital. <laughs> like, I like, yeah, and I'm not even a religious person, but there's something out there fucking keeping me out of jail because like, I don't know, I get crazy sometimes. Like what? I don't know. Like I just one time, <laughs> God, this was like a year ago. Um, we were drinking at Dave and Buster's and Milpitas at the Great Mall. Um, you should start a joke with that. That's great. <laughs> I should start a joke about that. Um, and I don't know where I came to. Like, I was blacked out. And then I was just walking. Well, I wasn't walking. I was like... I was like trying to help out with a construction crew on a street and they're like, dude, you don't work here. Like go away. And I was like, no, dude, like let's, let's get this job done. Okay. (laughs) I was like, I was like picking up all those road markers. I was like, yeah, traffic, keep going, keep going. Like, I was like, like, hilarious. And then I like sat for a second. I was like, I don't do road construction. Like, I should not be here right now. And then I was like, fuck, where am I? And I was like, damn, this is a bad thing. Milpitas. Yeah. Dave and Busters. Yes. Wow. Wild. Wild times. Have you been to a Dave and Busters during happy hour? Not during a- happy hour. Oh my God. I remember we got two shots and two beers for like, of like good beer and good tequila during happy hour. And it was like $10. And we were like, what? <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna get drunk Dave and Buster's as much as possible. Like, this is amazing. Fucking, I hate corporate America, but this is why there's corporate America. Like, cause this shit is fun. But like, I'm like, oh damn, I'm I'm the man now. But like, and I'm like, but the man's kind of cool. Like, but fuck, like, but, you know, it's like, but I'm in Milpitas. Like, there's no like, no like homie bars. Ah. It's just corporate bullshit, you know? so great. Like TGI Fridays or some shit. Yeah, but you know, Mm. fucking, I guess, you know, that's how they, I guess that's how you keep you dumb and like drunk and not voting and. Yeah. So you are helping with a construct. That's weird. See, I wouldn't, the craziest thing that happens to me is like, I'll tell jokes on the, when I get super, when I used to get super drunk on Tuesdays at Tope, or if I do get super drunk and whatever. I'll end up telling jokes to the to the guys on the cable car because I'll get like the last cable car home, like over the top of the hill. And there's guys; these two guys will have remembered me, and they're like, "You, the comedian lady, get on yeah. And I just I like tell them jokes while they're and I get off at Hyde and walk down the hill. Um, or muni drivers like on a late on a 14 bus if it's two in the morning or one in the morning, and I'm fucking wait. And so I'll get home. And I'll wake up and I'll be like, how the fuck did I get home? And then I try to like piece it together. Sometimes I can remember, sometimes I can't. But usually the, you know, the craziest shit I'll do is like, I'll just still be performing. And (laughs) for like, for people that might or might not want, you know, like I'm I'm thrusting my comedy upon them, whether they. (laughs) Oh God. I, you know, that's why I started doing comedy because that's what I felt like I was doing before I started doing comedy. So like, it's just like, no matter what, you get a shitty joke. (laughs) 
people are like stop and I'm like I can't stop I can't, I can't like can't stop. this is not something I can control like, well there's something inside of you though that wants to express yourself whether it be like a novel is long form and jokes are short form yeah. there's, there's something inside you that's like I want to express myself and maybe I don't know alcohol is a great lubricant for that but you got to be careful though. of your yeah, liver. Your it's a slippery slope. Your poor little liver. And you don't. You also don't want to like get in the trap of because it happens to me sometimes too. Like relying I, on. Like, yeah. Can booze? I do? Can I do comedy? Can I do comedy without drinking? I can say my lines, but I feel like I don't have like you know. I'll remember what I'm going to say, mm. but it's not like it doesn't the have same the, energy. Sure. Like. Hey, like I'm not one it's, of those people that's like droll. Like, I mean, th- there's a bunch of funny people that I know that are like low energy. Con- not, sure. not low energy. Not that it doesn't take a lot of thought, but you get what I'm saying. Like, just no, quiet they're, ch- they're chill and, on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm not like that at all. No, I'm like, not either. I'm like, no. I'm just like, like, like. Do you guys wake up with a bloody ass, like kind of shit like that, you know? And just fucking like talking about wrestling and just like dirty ass shit, and it's not clever at all. It's just like the most like blatant, obnoxious shit. But that's just, I like, I can't like in longer forms of writing. Like I try to be like more serious and be sure. like, I'm trying to be like a serious novelist. But then I was like reading, I reread it and like trying to edit it, and I'm be like. This is total crap because this isn't who I am. Uh-huh. Like, this isn't this isn't my own personality. Like, this is not who I am as a person. And if anything, like, your art form should be, like, your, like, this is me, you know? Like, so, what, in any kind of format, like... But the, but the writer is so much of their book. I mean, because they're the... You can either go first person narrative and you can like, but the, the writer is so present. I, it's hard for me to believe that you think that that's distant from yourself. Because if you're, no matter what, there's a lens through which the reader. Not, not, not that it engages wasn't me, but the, I wasn't, I just, I feel like, well, I guess, I mean, that was a long time ago. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm like, I like what I do now. Sure. I mean, that's good. That Whether the quality of it, I like it. But, like, back, I'm just saying, like, back in the past, like, it's just, like, shit that, like, I was, the thing is, I I was trying to be someone else. Mm. I was trying to be, like, somebody else I enjoyed reading. I see. Yeah. And I realized, like, I shouldn't do that. Like, it's just going to end up terrible. Like, that's (laughs) not, like, those guys didn't get great being, like, oh, I'm going to be someone else. Like, right. You know, you have to write when they, that's the first thing, write what you know. Yeah, you have to exactly. Like, but why, I, I wrote like, fiction, like, I wrote what I didn't know. Like, I've written about, you know, people in insane asylums. Have I ever been to one of those? Nope. But do I have enough? Sure. Like, I mean, fiction is... I think it, it, I think it's way less about the premise, more about just, like, how it, like, feels, you know, sure. when you see it. Or, like, how it's supposed to feel. I mean, not that any action movie is... any. It's not like anyone's actually ever lived through a movie that Arnold Schwarzenegger went through. Right. But still great piece of art. Not that it's realistic at all, but it just felt good, you know? It's just like, we're just going to put this guy and just make him blow up shit. Sure. And fly jet planes and be a robot, like... <laughs> and then be the good guy robot in the next one. Yeah. Like, fucking, like... That's, like... So you Still, could- that could... That, that, like, I still consider that good 
writing in a way like even though that's way like that's a bunch of different right that's probably right. like 50 writers i just mentioned that made sure. those films yeah. but like it doesn't have to be like that's what i realized it doesn't have to be all serious like it doesn't have to be like fucking enlightening every time like sometimes it's okay to just like smoke a bowl and watch a shitty movie like oh my god i love that's why i'm obsessed with watching Nic nicholas cage movies right now on netflix the worst the best i i nicholas cage is so bad that i love him now like everything is good he's face off it's it's <sighs> so I, I just love watching like anything with him in it because he's I, I don't know. I think I used to think that he was terrible. Now I think he's a genius because he's so he's so prolific and so prolifically bad. He's like worse than Kevin Costner, and I just I just I respect him so much for that. Hell yeah! Yeah, Con I, Air. That's oh God, great. Con Air is great. Well, that at Steve Buscemi is the best part of that when he's sitting with the doll and the little kid outside. Oh, You're like, yeah. That's so creepy. The most attractive actor on the planet well but. it's if he didn't have such snaggly teeth a he wouldn't be himself and b he would he's not he's not a horrific looking guy he's just unique my dad actually called me or he he told me i look like steve buscemi and i was like dad like do you love me like <laughs> what are you saying like am i bad looking or you like nice now you're a good looking guy don't worry about that no i i knew what he meant because like because Steve Buscemi is one of his favorite actors. Uh, like he meant it to be a compliment, but oh, like he just really, didn't. He didn't. Didn't get the. He was like, no. Context. He just like referenced all his like parts and like all these different movies, and he was like, no, I like him a lot. Like that's what I mean. And I was like, oh wait, like I actually, in a weird way. I mean, I guess not in a actually. In, probably in a normal way. It's like not about my looks, but just about like how I act as a character. So. There you God. go. Yeah. Shit. But yeah, uh, what what do you what, do you work today? What does the rest of your day look like? No, today is my only day off. Oh wow! That's I made so sure nice. to get this. Uh, oh, this little thing off. I feel so special that you took a day off just for this, and, and you have to work six days in a row. No, this is cool. I've never. Uh, I, I I'm um, always down for Muni. This is a nice Yay. special area. Yay. I feel like not a lot of things exist like this anymore. Like I feel like they're slowly disappearing yeah absolutely. and it's and by slowly i mean quickly disappearing and it's not a fun happy thing the hemlock that hemlock. was sad elbow room yeah. that's sad um and not, those like, are bars obviously they're not like but they were art spaces but, but they're also artists. venues yeah, you know? venues. Like, yeah the hemlock was great for small bands and i saw so many bands there oh um, i love the hemlock i feel like somebody posted an article about uh Lucky Thirteen. Oh, uh huh. They've well, that that they've been trying to close that down forever. No, I know, it's, but it's still sad though. That shouldn't be like. I just so found like, out on the, in this neighborhood. So right now they're building on Bryant. They're building this big monstrosity that's going to be condos, and then across the street they're going to be knocking down an old brick building to put in a nine-story high-rise, nine stories in the mission. I'm like, we already don't have enough parking. And then those stupid Ford bikes took up all the parking. And now you're going to bring nine stories. Jesus, that's going to be like so many more people. Are you going to, I hope they build a, a garage. Like where the fuck are we? I don't even have a car and I worry about parking in this neighborhood. That's how stressful it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a car either. I um, a car. 
can't trust me with a car. No, no, I. I'd be going. I'd be straight ghost riding the whip every fucking day. I just doing donuts in my whip, like fucking. I'm not allowed to drive. I got a DUI 11 years ago, and uh, almost 12. And I, I and I said I'll never drive again. That that was the way that I could be a responsible adult. I was like. I'm not going to say I'm going to stop drinking. I, I mean, because I drove drunk so many times. Thousands of times I drove drunk before I got my DUI. Thousands. And if I, if I wouldn't have gotten that DUI, I would probably, I would, I, I drove. <laughs> I mean, I would, I, I remember one time driving home from downtown San Diego all the way up to Vista with one eye closed so it wouldn't be, the road wouldn't be blurry because I, I knew. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's. Yeah. Like. Hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. Bad news. Bad Pam. But um, I got a DUI and I. Hardcore I, Bam over here. Yeah. Fucking Bye. wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. I was a bad person. I mean, I drove drunk a lot. And then I decided once I was in those classes and stuff and I realized like what a scary issue it is and whatnot. And I could have killed people many times, you know. But I was like, the responsible thing is to never drive again. So I just decided I'm never going to drive again. And. I feel like such, I feel so much better that the pressure is just taken off me completely. I, I I can't believe I ever drove. I'm so scared of when I'm in cars and stuff. I'm just like, it's, I'm, I'm really happy that I am never, never going to drive again. Why don't you drive? Is it, is it, is it a money thing? Uh, at the moment, yes. But I mean, not for, I mean, I should probably have a driver's license. I've just never have. I oh, really? You've never yeah. had a driver's license? No. That's, wow. I don't know. I've just been that kind of delinquent. I just feel like I've, I'm just like, Ugh. No, that's so responsible. I, I completely disagree with you 100%. I think that what you did is make an incredibly responsible choice. If I have, you, like, hurt myself, like, riding my bike, though, which is good. That's why I don't like. Well, you can get a DUI on a bike, too. The only thing you can't get a DUI on is anything that's strapped to your feet. So if you're on rollerblades or roller skates, you if you're on a skateboard, you can get a DUI. No, I have hurt myself a number of times, and like now I just walk. I feel like I can still hurt myself walking, but I won't hurt someone else though. But uh, <laughs> you should drink like, drink more water. Drip, I've, I'm but, drinking bubbly water right very now. Nice. Between um, that's how I started drinking a little less was. A, I'm not allowed to drink whiskey after dark, but I, I have. After dark? After dark, I'm not allowed to drink whiskey. Yeah. You can, it's one of my rules. So you have to only drink whiskey I can only, during the sunlight? I can only day drink whiskey. Yeah. So I can that, have it with coffee. I feel like that's the worst rule for drinking. <laughs> it's like, the sun's up, I'm drinking whiskey. Yeah. Like, it's only like, oh, the sun's going down. I'll have a glass of whiskey. But no, it's like, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I'm Bam Benjamin. <laughs> Bam, bam, day time, drinking whiskey. Yeah, no, no whiskey after dark. Um, and then, gremlin. <laughs> yeah, before, bef- between drinks, I have to have a glass of water, and so it makes me consume a lot less alcohol. Um, because I have to drink beer, and if in between every beer I have a glass of water, I can't drink as much beer because there's no room in my little tummy. Yeah, I realized recently, I was like, do I even like beer anymore? <gasps> I was like, I know, it's sad. Like, I'm not bragging. Like, I wish I just, I wish that was like my only thing to drink. But I was like, I just drink, like, I still drink beer. But like, I was like, I just drink beer just so I don't drink like whiskey continuously. Sure. Like, that's like, you know. I um, That's, yeah, I gotcha. I, I love, I also... I, that's why I'm not allowed to drink it after dark. Turns 
Me into an asshole and my butthole into a gremlin. <laughs> uh, it's gross. And then I have liquid poo and it's just terrible. That was, that was a little too much. Shouldn't have gone that far. Uh, yeah, we're wrapping up. We have three minutes left. What do you want to tell the people? Where, do you get, where can they see you next? Besides Mutiny Radio. I don't know. Do you do, I, do you do the copyright mic on Thursdays? That's a really good one. I try to do as many mics as I can, but I seriously have like a super busy work schedule. Oh. I work like 55 hours a week. Oof. It's just like sometimes I'm able to get a lot of shows at w- or I mean hit a lot of mics at once, sure. but this week is not one of those weeks. Maybe a milk bar late night. That's uh, always fun. Sunday, there's always like Sunday. three people there. Yeah. Uh, well, tonight is Wednesday, so there's Eagle. Oh, right. Today is Wednesday. It's, I forgot. But although it's the first, is it? No, it's the second week of, I don't know what week it is. The first Wednesday of every month is a showcase at the Eagle with um, Colin Holtz. But, uh, so I don't know if that's today or not. Probably. Because today's the fifth. Yeah. So there isn't, but every other Wednesday, that's a good one. That's what I used to be one of my favorites before I got this job and I work now. Um, every Tuesday and Wednesday, whatever. Uh, so what they can see you, I guess soon. tonight somewhere. I don't Some, know. There's, I, I mean, let me just check bacon right now. And yeah, I'll probably exactly. be there, you know, walk around. Exactly. It's Wednesday. Um, I'll pay hey, if you guys want to see me, I'll be at Bender's hey. baking the burgers. Uh, and w- anything you want to close with? Uh, thank you. Oh, hey. Thank, thank you. you to Pam. Thank you uh, for coming thank in. Thank you to listeners. Um, Mutant Radio is an awesome place. Thanks. A lot of good shows. Uh, yeah, and thank we're getting you. all these new ones. It's crazy. There's new shows. Uh, MutinyRadio.fm, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check them out. Check us out. Cool people. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cool people. That's what, what more do you want? Aaron Lewis. Uh, do you have an Instagram people can follow or a Facebook that you want to tell them they can find you? Uh, let's see. Fans? Shit. Uh, okay. You're so popular. Uh, <laughs> not at all. Um, Aaron Yarda Albubu Lewis. If you're confused about the middle name, <laughs> it's just a Rack, Mac, a Rack Dre, a Mac Dre album. Mac Dre. Uh, and Aaron Hyphy Six on Instagram. And just see me around. I'm in the tenderloin like every day just freestyling. The guy with the red hair. Yeah. Right on. Thank you so much for being here. This has been Some Call Me Tim. Bye. Mutineers, Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to MutinyRadio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. 
Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian Haight-Ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff. You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal. Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things.
Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty, this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge with the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. 
but we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.com. FM. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for everyday conversations on race with everyday people. With Sima Lieberman, everyday people talking about race every week. Different everyday people talking about race. On Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's spiritual psychology with Renee McKenna. Meditate, it'll heal you. Then at noon, stick around. Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view, talking about all things from his perspective. Then on Thursdays, from 8 to 10, It's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new 